Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Tori, your host, and this podcast was created to inspire women to transform their mindset, blossom from within, and be unafraid to be their authentic selves. Get ready to grow, evolve, and bloom. In this episode, I thought that I would share my own struggles with social anxiety and how I have learned to really overcome it and just be myself around other people. If this topic interests you, keep listening. So when I was really little, I came off as being extremely shy and kind of withdrawn. I really wouldn't open up to a lot of people and it would take a lot of just a lot of conversations and just a lot of interaction before I actually got to the point of just really opening up and being myself with my friends. But as I got to college, that shyness kind of wore off and I started to be a lot more outgoing and kind of transformed into a whole new different version of myself than when I was when I was a little girl. Beforehand, I would think of talking to somebody as just really, it it would just give me butterflies inside and I really wouldn't want to do it. But in college, I kind of had to like learn how to make friends on my own and being shy just really wasn't serving me at the time. So I kind of had to step out of my shell a little bit and get out of my comfort zone and just be willing to put myself out there and really meet people and show them who I am at the get-go because beforehand it would have taken a long time for me to really show to really show people who I was but I just kind of had to peel back the layers right away and if they liked what they saw then great if they didn't then the friendship just really wasn't meant to be you know I started getting outside of my comfort zone but then years passed And I started noticing some other changes within myself. Um, For example, I would go to the gym and stand next to the weight rack and literally be shaking trying to get my weights because I was afraid that people were judging me or that I was going to do the weights wrong or just kind of look like I wasn't meant to be there. Or another example was... Whenever I would go out with my friends and there was some new people around, I would get really, really timid and anxious and my heart would start pounding and I would just worry about the worst, feeling like, oh my gosh, if they really knew me, if they really saw me, then they're going to start judging me and criticizing, going down this rabbit hole of the what ifs. And of course, thinking this way and having this mindset really did... This affected the way that I showed up in the world and kind of decreased my confidence within myself. I found it I found it hard to show myself again. Beforehand, I was really trying when I stepped into college. I didn't really want to be the shy girl anymore. I didn't want to be labeled that. And so I tried something else. I wanted to be a whole new different person. But then I started feeling like even worse than being shy. Whenever I was shy, I might have been timid, 
but I was never nervous around people. Now I was starting to really feel nervous and anxious around other people to the point where it affected my social skills. I would stutter around my words. I would kind of look up in the sky pretending to think of something to say so that the other person can speak instead of me. I put myself back into this shell and felt like I needed to be protected and felt like if I stayed in the shell, then I would be safe and secure and nobody would ever hurt me. So I continued to kind of live this way socially for a while until I kind of started to question it. At first, I didn't really think much of it. I kind of noticed a difference, but I really didn't pinpoint exactly what it was until I started doing my intense research. Anytime that there is a change or just feel off about me, I will literally Google it and Google it and Google it until I find an answer. Now, I'm not to say that Google can diagnose you for everything. I could just give you a little bit of insight if you have, if you're trying to dig for those answers. But if you are dealing with something like this and you do feel changes within you, I would suggest going to see a doctor. I am not able to diagnose you whatsoever, but... If you really need more answers to your questions and need more guidance and support, definitely go see a doctor to talk to them about your issues and your challenges. But what I did was I just kind of researched on Google a little bit. I just wanted to understand it a little bit more about what I was going through, what exactly it was. I had talked to my friend about it earlier because... I just kind of asked her, I was like, is this normal? Like, do you feel this way whenever you go to, let's say, a party or let's say you go to a dinner event? Do you feel these symptoms? And I kind of described the symptoms to her and she said, no, not at all. I just kind of feel relaxed and chilled and more excited than nervous. And then she also told me that beforehand, she might have felt a little bit of nervous, a little bit of nerves actually going into the restaurant, but then they would kind of decrease after that. But in my situation, I would feel those nerves and butterflies and so much anxiety beforehand, but the anxiety would never decrease after that. It would continue to stay. I researched Google. I didn't, I didn't type in social anxiety at the time because I didn't know what I had. I just kind of typed in kind of my circumstance saying, oh, I feel anxious whenever I'm around other people. And then social anxiety popped up and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I looked at more of the symptoms and they were spot on. And after that, I really wanted to go and talk to a doctor to get more insight about the situation and so that he can really confirm my suspicions around the situation that, hey, I may have social anxiety, but I don't really know. Can you help me figure it out? Social anxiety, if you look it up on Google, it says, it is a chronic mental health condition in which social interactions cause irrational anxiety. And notice the term irrational. For people with social anxiety disorder, everyday social interactions causes irrational anxiety, fear, self-consciousness, and embarrassment. So 
all of those feelings that I was feeling was basically tied into social anxiety. I was fearful of what other people were going to think of me. I kind of felt like I couldn't show my true self, my whole self. That was kind of the self, um, self-consciousness and um, didn't feel as confident within myself. So some of these symptoms include excessive fear situations in which one may be judged, worry about embarrassment or humiliation, or concern about offending someone. I, once I kind of had that insight, it kind of was, it was a lot of relief for me because I felt like I was not, like, I was kind of feeling like I would never come back to how I normally was, or I would never come to my fully functioning self if I didn't know how to cope with this and how to manage the feelings and the symptoms that I was dealing with. Once the doctor finally told me that I had that I had some degree of social anxiety, then I really started to kind of look at the situation and was able to figure out how to move through it. I have come a long way since then. And since actually starting my coaching program, there was a section about social anxiety and it really did open my eyes to what I was feeling. Because on in the program they mentioned that, which is really super insane, is that the anxiety that you are feeling, the social anxiety that you are feeling, comes from within. It doesn't exist externally. There's no social anxiety that you can see in your external environment, in your external world. It all stems from within you. And it's just... It's just a combination of the thoughts that you're having, the beliefs that you have around being around other people. And combined, they will create the behaviors and how you act around other people. It just was really eye-opening to me. This feeling that I'm feeling, the anxiety that I'm feeling, it doesn't actually exist in my external world. It may exist within my internal world, but I can do something about my internal world to allow it to begin to vanish and disappear from my internal reality. And one thing that really made me feel better about the situation is that actually a lot of people go through this and it actually says on Google, let's see, oh, It's very common, more than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. And that's just in the United States. That's not globally. So I can't even imagine how many people are going through this. So just know that if you feel this way now, if this is your current reality that you're in, it is going to be okay. There are so many others who are dealing with this as well. They now people may not be going through the same degree or same level as the social anxiety that you are experiencing, but just know that there are others out there who are experiencing the same thing and perceiving the world in this way of fearing to be to be seen, fearing to be heard. And so 
that just knowing that really did make me feel a lot better because beforehand I honestly thought and I had this idea in mind that I was the literally the only person feeling this way and when you put that yourself in that mindset when you put yourself in that kind of secluded mindset of oh it's only me that makes you feel like not as understood like nobody can understand what you're going through but there are people out there who see you who hear you who have gone through it and are still going through it and finding ways to cope finding ways to manage and I believe that we we can get through this together we can find ways to lower and decrease what we are feeling so that we can function normally and just go about our days living our authentic lives and being aligned to who we are no matter what being unafraid to just be you despite the possibility of potentially being judged because the reality is not everyone is going to be on your side they may not like you or want to be friends with you But guess what? There are so many other fishes in the sea that want to be your friend, that want to like you, that love you, that love every part of you. And those are the people that you want to invite in your circle, my friend. It's impossible to please everyone. It's impossible to be liked by everyone. But just know that There are people out there that are meant for you to connect with, meant for you to have a relationship with. Okay, so I want to move on to some of my tips to really decrease the social anxiety that you feel like literally in the moment, like as you're about to go to this dinner party, okay, we are going to a dinner party right now and there's going to be about eight people there and some you may not know. You really don't know who's going. So you're about to walk in the restaurant and you are feeling a load of anxiety. It's up there. The level is high. So what do you do? Okay, here are my tips to walk into that door, to be yourself completely and fully. All right, so my first tip is to deep breathe. Breathe in fully through your nose, expand your belly, allow that space, allow it to take up all of that beautiful space and hold it for a second and exhale with a sigh and do this for as many times as you can to really start to calm your nervous system and put you in a space of safeness and security before you walk into that door. You ground yourself before walking into that door and allowing that anxiety to only spiral and get worse and go up this never-ending cycle. And it's almost like a volcano wedding to shoot out. No, we want to keep, we want to be grounded and secure. Another tip that I have is to think of possible questions to ask. Questions have a lot of power. They have the power to really start a conversation and lead us into interacting with people in ways that we never 
thought imaginable or never thought possible. So maybe think of three to four questions to ask people that will get the conversation going and you will feel more prepared. You know, you kind of have like a little prepping and planning ahead so that you feel better walking through those doors and you know exactly what you may ask so that you're not stumped and you don't feel like you're losing your words, you're losing your train of thought because you always can go back to those questions. Maybe ask them questions that are just not typical, like, how are you? What do you do for your job? What is your favorite food? Maybe go out of the wheel, go out of the circle a bit and step outside of your comfort zone just a smidge, just a little smidge and ask them questions like, what are your dreams and goals for this year? Or what, what are you creating right now? What are some projects that you're doing? Another question you can have is, what is your morning routine and evening routine like? I'm so interested because I really want to amp up my morning routine and just get some ideas in mind. Another question you can ask is, what are you excited about? What brings you passion in life? I know that those are pretty deep questions. They might be a little scary to ask at first, but they will drive deeper conversations and they will get the conversation flowing. Sometimes when you ask just, how are you? Or what is your favorite food? It's just like, oh, my favorite food is spaghetti. Oh, mine too. You know, like what else? (laughs) It's just hard to spiral down into more questions, into more insights and reflections about this person. And the questions that you're asking If you're asking these more deeper questions, this person that you're talking to can feel more seen, like you're interested in them and you care about what they have to say. All right, so the next thing that I have to share is the power of your words. Now, before you walk into that door, you may have been thinking, Oh my goodness, I'm so nervous. Oh my goodness, I cannot. I literally cannot. I don't know what to do. (laughs) And you're like, heart is pounding even faster as you're saying these words. Words have an energetic quality to them. They have a vibration, a frequency. And the words that even that you're thinking, you may not be saying them aloud, that are in your mind, they have the power to kind of do some things. Your body can be triggered by the words that you're saying. Your body has this reaction. Your body will react to what you're thinking. So instead of maybe going down this rabbit hole of all of the fear or self-doubt or self or just self-consciousness thoughts that you have or anxious thoughts that you have, turn those thoughts around and really affirm to yourself that, hey, I am a confident and strong woman. I'm going to go in this store and make some friends. I'm going to make some lifelong friends. I'm going to make some new best friends. Or I'm going to walk through those doors and just be me. I am confident in who I am and I'm going to show this dinner party who I am and what I have to offer. So there are just uh, many, many other options available for you that you can do to really calm your nervous system down, 
get back in tune with your soul and your mind and your body and be grounded in who you are and love who you are. But I'm just going to keep it at three for now, but I will definitely come back to this topic because there is a lot to be said and I feel like not a lot of people talk about it and it just needs to be talked about because hello, 200,000 people in the United States per year are going through this. It definitely should be talked about, but I hope that this kind of gave you some insight into the situation and brought some hope and light in your experience of what you may be going through right now. Just know that you're not alone. You are loved. You are heard. You are seen. So when you go into that dinner party, you can walk up there. You can open that door and have a Wonder Woman strut and walk to that dinner party with so much confidence in who you are and show everyone the woman that you are and who you truly are and feel like there's no need to hide anything or be anyone else because who you are is enough. I'm sending you so much love and light and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye! Thank y'all so much for listening. I am just so blessed and grateful for y'all's support. And if you haven't gotten the chance, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. It's all about self-growth, self-love, and self-healing. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye!